0: Hello, welcome to another episode of A Pastor and His People. I am Pastor Witt here with Pastor Dave Keene. Pastor Dave Keene, here I am. Sus- yep. Suspense. Suspense, big, big shocker. Same <laughs> 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 <Ten> years here. <laughs> the one, the, uh, no, uh, Acts chapter 8. Yep.
1: Um, still talking about Stephen, or are we done with Stephen? Uh, we're still talking about Stephen, we're talking about the uh, impact of his death. So when you're
0: looking at the, maybe the grand scheme of Acts, yeah. are you following
1: people? Uh, you're following people, I mean, so obviously the outline of the book of Acts, Acts 1-8, right, mm-hmm. you know, you when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem, and Judea and Samaria, to the ends of the earth. And that mission is the witnesses are those who are the stories that we're following. So we're mm-hmm. following uh, the apostles, Peter and John, uh, now we're following you know, Stephen, mm-hmm. right, and his ministry, and then we move on to Philip, mm-hmm. who was previously messenger as, as a deacon. So you have this this, this, tra- this tracing of individuals as they carry out the mission. Hmm. That's good. Um, so Acts
0: versus, uh, Acts chapter 8, verses 1 through 8. Uh, let's read verses 1 through 3 first. It says, And Saul approved of his execution, and there arose on that day a great persecution against the church in Jerusalem, and they were all scattered throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. The devout men buried Stephen and made great lamentation over him. But Saul was ravaging the church and entering house after house. He dragged off men and women and committed them to prison. Um, your first point was persecution is painful. Do you, is that what? Uh, Luke is trying to tell us here, persecution is painful.
1: Uh, well, I think you know he's he's just showing right what happened as a result of of, of Stephen. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's only a few verses, yeah. right? So we don't know what's the full intent, what he's trying right. to do there. Um, you know, I think that this idea of a great persecution rose against the church is very important for the advancement of the Book of Acts mm-hmm. in terms of how the gospel is being spread, um, and we see persecution as kind of a big deal throughout the first early part. So you see this progression, this building. You have the the first, just the arrest and the silence from the arrest to the beating. Mm-hmm. Now the the mob justice in terms of them trying to uh, just kill Stephen mm-hmm. with the stoning. So you see this progression. And then right after that, intense persecution, right? Mm-hmm. So this idea of great persecution, we don't even know all the details there, what, what it looks like. Right. Were there others that died uh, because of it? We do know that men and women were dragged off to prison, mm-hmm. you know? Um, this has happened throughout the church. You right? know, I mean, my my dissertation was on John Flavel, and uh, his parents were arrested because they he went they went against the Church of England, mm. and they actually contracted a, a sickness while in prison and died. Mm. Right, you know, so you know, and maybe it's, it's hard for us to even fathom that in America, mm-hmm. right, that you're going to be dealing with that kind of level of persecution. Um, so I do think that, that that Lucas really wants us to see that the persecution here is 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 intense. Mm, that's good. Um, so
0: you had, uh, three sub points here, um, of this main point, uh, pain of hateful authority, pain of lost friends and pain of constant fear. Uh, as a pastor, you know, you see persecution is here. It's painful. Uh, you made the point, right? God sees our pain. Yep. How are you pastoring the people of park?
1: While, when you're preaching these two, like with those three points yeah, so the reason why I kind of stopped for a moment and really wanted to focus in on the pain aspect mm-hmm. before we talked about how God's going to use this pain, right. right? I think oftentimes that's where we want to go as pastors. God's going to use all things in your life, and here's what he's going to do for it. Right. Rather than kind of stopping and identifying, listen, God wants to lean into, God cares for you. You know, I've been reading through gentle and lowly, and it's mm-hmm. one of the things I kept on seeing is that God is compassionate. Mm-hmm. He is He is gentle and lowly. He is with His people, and I just wanted people to see. Okay, before we talk about the things that that are going to be painful, um, you know, in terms of what God's going to do with them, mm-hmm. God first sees your pain, right? So yeah. this idea of, you know, I know that there's going to be days coming ahead where uh, bosses and government leaders. Are going to increase their level of persecution against the church, right? Mm-hmm. So, if you believe in a uh, oh, you're not willing to uh, call so and so by they and them, mm-hmm. you, you're not going to change their pronouns, right? If you're not mm-hmm. going to speak the pronouns, well, you can't work in this job, right? Mm. Or if you don't follow this line of reasoning, then well, you can't be in this job. Right. Uh, I, I see that's coming, right? And you know, and if you're the CEO is saying, yeah, you have to do this, or else you're going to get fired. Well, then they're going to get fired. That's mm-hmm. a very legitimate thing, yep. and that's painful, right? To not know where your next next paycheck's coming from, how you can going to feed your family, um, you know. So yeah, so I'm I'm, try, I'm just trying to think, how the the specifically, I knew people within our church who are struggling right now. They're right. going through pain, maybe not direct pain from persecution, yeah, right. Um, Suffered various trials, yes, various trials, and that God's going to use that for the advancement of His name in some way.
0: Yeah, I think it was helpful because I actually had some conversations this past couple of weeks and. I think while it's all throughout Scripture, there is maybe a confusion about how a Christian is to suffer, especially when you're told to have joy and to rejoice. I mean, I had a question like, is it okay if I don't feel like smiling? You know, I was like, yes. Like, yes, you, yes. Yeah, it's, is it okay like if I'm crying? Like, yes, like you can cry. Like, And I think that you did it really good with this point of like, before going on to like, yeah. it's okay to experience pain. It doesn't mean you've done something wrong or you're maybe really in a bad place in the sense of, like, we are called to suffer. I think you quoted that right in Acts later, right? Through much tribulation, we will yeah. enter the kingdom of heaven. So, I think it's very helpful. Anything else you want to add here with the, the lost friends, constant fear, anything you want to...
1: Well, I mean, I think, you know, just just sometimes when you're reading the Bible, you read it, so you read it quick, mm-hmm. right? You have your quiet time in the morning, you read a chapter of Scripture, and we don't maybe, like, put ourselves in the text. We don't really identify, go deep into it. Right. So I think this, uh, this idea of like, what really would have felt like for those, those men, Mm. uh, to be at Stephen's graveside, Mm -hmm. right? Knowing that Stephen just died. Yeah. Because he put faith in Jesus Mm -hmm. and all the different emotions that are going through them, right? They have, they have great lamentation, Mm -hmm. right? Great persecution brings great lamentation. There's, there's grief. There's real grief here. Mm -hmm. And then just the, the separation of family and friends, right? I mean, um, I don't think that for in that culture it was very rare for people to travel long distances, and to have people who are intimately involved in their lives they would see on a daily basis, and then all of a sudden they're gone, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, we don't have that kind of lives here today, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, think about it. Like I see you, um, we we work together, um, and I see you probably three or four times a week, Mm -hmm. right? And that may be for an hour here, an hour there, right? Imagine if we like if we lived in the same like community yeah. we're walking to the store we're going to see each other there, right? you're going right. to live probably two doors down from me. Right? Mm-hmm. We're, we're intimately connected everyone's a walking distance mm-hmm. so to lose people who are that connected like they broke bread on their homes daily mm-hmm. that would have just been really really tough yeah. right? I mean I don't know about you there's times when you know my family doesn't feel intimately connected to people mm-hmm. or have in the past and it hasn't happened recently but you know, we feel like okay we don't have close friends you just kind of feel unsettled you know, so I just, I just kind of wanted to draw that point out. Yes, um, and even this idea of constant fear—like, you know, if you're living in an intense persecution, like our brothers and sisters in, in, in Afghanistan, like this—that's that's real. Mm-hmm. That's like, don't let's not skip over that. So, I, I've always said this. You know, so Romans eight eighteen is a great verse, right? Mm-hmm. It says that, um, you know, the, our, our, our trials are light and momentary compared to the surpassing great, the glory that's going to be revealed, right? Mm-hmm. So. Just because our trials are light and momentary in comparison for God's glory and our right. eternal heavenly home doesn't mean that it's not difficult. Right. Right? Like we don't want to, like, we want to maximize the future reward, but I don't yeah. think God wants to minimize our pain. Right? He wants to say, yes, right. your pain is great. How much greater then yeah. is the glory that's going to be revealed?
0: So going on this idea, right? Um, and then with the new year, right, if people love to start things in the new year, uh, what better time to start it than January 1st? Are there ways someone's here listening, like, okay, I want to be better prepared to suffer and go through trials and um, kind of, because I know it's coming, right? Is there any maybe practical things you would encourage them to do to help better understanding
1: suffering or better equip themselves for suffering? Yeah, I mean, I think one is just read stories of how the saints have suffered throughout history. Mm I mean, reading the book of Acts would be a great help, right? How Mm -hmm. their apostles responded to it. Read the verses in Scripture, like James chapter Mm 1, Romans chapter 5, 1 Peter chapter 1 and 4, like... All of 1 Peter. Yeah, all of 1 Peter. (laughs) Read those stories, right? How, Hebrews 12, right? How the saints throughout history have responded Mm -hmm. and how the commands of Scripture actually said this is good for you, Mm -hmm. right? Um, You know, and then just kind of be prepared, right, and don't be surprised. Like like Peter says, don't be surprised when the fiery trial comes upon you. Something strange was happening to you. Mm-hmm. Like God is not surprised by those things. Yeah. Neither should we be, right? Mm-hmm. So just be aware, being aware of those things, I think, is probably really important.
0: Good. Yeah, I, I would just add, um, there's some good hymns you can oh, listen yeah. to. Um, I ask the Lord that I may grow. Uh, when trials come,
1: whatever the Lord of Dance is right. Yeah,
0: uh, afflicted saint to Christ draw near. I love that one. If we have a recommendation for a new song for us to sing, let that, let's put that on <laughs> yeah, <put> the <that> list. <laughs> Whoever can do that out there, you know, Um <laughs> <laughs> you know in charge. <laughs> um, yeah, I think there's a um, good book. Um, it's a bigger book because it's made of biographies. Uh, Twenty-one Servants of Sovereign Joy. There's a. Uh, section of three they do um, he does three people at a time there's one uh, Roots for Endurance that was really good it talks about you know, people in church history have suffered for a long oh, yeah. period of time
1: yeah
0: It's good uh, you had a quote is it who is it Tertullian yep uh, the blood uh, of, is the the s- saints. of the saints the seed of the church yeah. Where can I find this quote? Uh, it's Asking in, for a friend. Yeah, it's in uh, <laughs> uh,
1: Apologeticus. Is it, Apologeticus. Yes, that's okay. what it's kind of... Is it, on, it online? Oh,
0: uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go look at it. Um, your second point, persecution is purposeful, verses 4 through 8. It says, Now those who were scattered went about preaching the word. Philip went down to the city of Samaria and proclaimed to them the Christ. And the crowds with one accord paid attention to what was being said by Philip. When they heard him and saw the signs that he did. For unclean spirits crying out with a loud voice came out of many who had them, and many who were paralyzed or lame were healed. So there was much joy in that city. Uh, persecution is purposeful. You had uh, six purposefuls. Uh, purposeful for scattering of the word, uh, for sending. Yep. Signs of the servants.
1: Sending okay. even to Samaria. Even signs of the sign of the sign even signs um,
0: of the servant. Signs of the servant, satisfaction to the city, stunning of Stephen, and saving of a sinner. Um, you know, instead of going through any of those kind of really for this section.
1: Yeah, so I think I think this is just one thing is this the overall point right there in verse four. Now those who are scattered went about preaching the word, right? Mm. So the the reason why the church of the Lord Jesus Christ grew uh, be, was because of persecution, mm. right? So, you know. The saints were comfortable in Jerusalem. They probably they probably weren't going to travel beyond that. But right. because of the persecution, they had to leave. Right. So I, I say that God is going to use the pain that, that resulted because of Stephen's, pers- Stephen's stoning. Right. Mm-hmm. This is why that Acts eleven passage is, is so important. Acts eleven right. nineteen. It says that the persecution that arose on account of Stephen's death. Right. Mm-hmm. Now I didn't even go into any of the details here, um, but Stephen was a, a Gentile. Okay. Right or uh, not Gentile, he was a Hellenist, oh, yeah. uh, and I think a lot of the persecution was probably against the Hellenist, mm-hmm. right? Uh, kind of stirred up by, uh, by Paul. Um, you know, maybe uh, that's why the apostles were, could stay. Yeah, yeah. So that they, they weren't maybe there wasn't as much against them. So there could have been some some racial issues here, some ethnic trials here. Mm-hmm. Didn't think it really fit to kind of bring that out. But just just know that the, the, the gospel was advancing because of persecution, mm-hmm. right? So advance all the way to Cyrus and, and Cyrene, even the way to Antioch. Yeah. Because they had to leave, you know. And how did the gospel spread throughout the New Testament? Right, it was because Paul went to a city, and was treated harshly. So he went to another city. Right? Right. This is just, all the letters we have in the New Testament are often because Paul would visit other cities because he was suffering, facing right. persecution. So, you know, I think this helps remind us that when we go through things in this life, we always may ask the why questions. Mm-hmm. Lord, what are you doing? Um, but we, we know the Lord is doing something mm-hmm. and is using that for a purpose, right? So whether that's whether you get cancer, whether you lose a loved one, like we don't we can say that is painful and awful in life in a fallen world. We mm-hmm. should not have to deal with that. But sin is cruel, mm. and yet God will use even that for His glory, for His name's sake, so that we can uh, advance His gospel, that's right? And I think that we just need to need, need to identify that. Yeah. So.
0: So, I mean, here, I'm going to, you correct me if I'm wrong, So I'm going to kind of say a statement, and you kind of tell me where I'm off, if I am off. Uh Persecution began because of proclaiming the Word. Correct. And then persecution helps spread the proclaiming of the Word, correct. which will lead to more persecution. Correct. Which will lead to more proclaiming of the Word. Correct. So it's like a cycle. Yep. So I guess if I'm not facing trials of persecution, does it start with? Maybe I'm not proclaiming the word.
1: I think you can make a. I, I wouldn't go that far. Okay, right? I do think that there's going to be times when people are going to be hostile to the gospel. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, you may live in a, a time when, um, or in a community that doesn't respond harshly when you share the truth. You may do mm-hmm. it in a winsome way. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, I think that uh, our culture is becoming more and more hostile to Christianity because mm-hmm. specifically against. Um, some of the beliefs about marriage and gender, right? Those are kind of the, the big ones that are being being attacked right now. Um, but I think that you can't immediately dismiss the fact that okay, I'm not facing any persecution. Am I preaching the gospel? Mm. You know, I mean, I think that we want to we don't want to comfort people, right? I don't right. want people to feel like you're being like you're not being persecuted. Therefore, you're 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 not doing the yeah. thing that you need to be doing as a Christian. At the same time. If you're never getting in a difficult conversation with someone who disagrees with you, you're right. probably not talking to people who don't disagree with you. Hmm. That means you're probably not sharing your faith. Yeah. You're probably not proclaiming the word as you should hmm. because the gospel's message is offensive. This is that you are a sinner. and You deserve eternal death because of your sin, right? Yeah. But it's also it's good news, right, because God Christ has came for you, mm-hmm. but it's also exclusive news. You have to believe in Jesus for salvation, right. and that's offensive. So... I do think that if people are not facing any persecution in their life, if they never face it, I would question whether they're truly proclaiming the Word. Mm. Now, does It doesn't mean we could look at ourselves as a body of Christ, right? There's individual mm-hmm. proclaiming of the Word, and there's a proclaiming of the Word as the body of Christ.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We, in our church family, we have experienced persecution within the last several months, right? Because people were bold in proclaiming their faith.
0: Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, so, you... Um, had a couple of things, kind of, you hit here, scattering the word, kind of covered that, sending even to Samaria, right? The, you kind of mentioned it even earlier in Acts, right? It's the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom together. You
1: know, that, that was really, like, when I was doing my sermon prep, that really, like, affected my heart. man. Yeah. Like, I was just reading, I went back to the Old Testament, and I just started reading all the different places Samaria was mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, it's mentioned throughout, and it's never good, right? And, <laughs> and it's just, like, wow. This, the the Israelites, um, they they set up another kingdom in defiance of God Mm -hmm. and they did what was evil on the side. You know, we know no king of Israel did what was good, Mm -hmm. right? Everyone did what was evil on the side of God. And it's just like every picture of Samaria is is evil, Mm -hmm. right? And yet God was faithful to his promise to Abraham, Mm -hmm. right? To bring them and bless all the families of the earth, Mm -hmm. even those who were dead set rebels against him. Mm -hmm. And I was just, man, I was really moved. Mm. Oh, my goodness, Lord, you are so kind and so patient. Yeah. It reminded me of me being like a Samaritan, right? Who mm. was a rebel against God, who, who lived for his, his, the pleasure of this world and not for Christ. Yeah. Um, and, like, God still wants to save and do that. So praise God. That's
0: good. Uh, you said uh, signs of servant, right? He's doing signs here, but you even say, like, even now we're right? living a godly life as yep. a sign, right? And I think it was First Peter kind of hits that, right? be ready to give a defense. They ask for the hope that's in you, right? Yeah. And it, before they talk about really how to suffer well, like when people look at your life and you're going through suffering and hardship and you still have joy and you can love people well, just be ready because your defense is going to have to come because they're going to ask, why are you doing what you're doing?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that we have to be people who are living a different kind of life, right? Mm-hmm. So if, if we're willing to kind of cave mm-hmm. because things get difficult, mm-hmm. like, do we really like? Are people what? Are, what, are, what message are we sending? Mm-hmm. Like oh, we probably really don't care that much. Mm. You know, we should we should just be aware of that. People are watching, and people are watching more than we realize. Mm. Right. This happened a couple weeks ago at our service. Um, something happened in our service, and I, my, I turned towards the back of the sanctuary. Right, and several people came up to me afterwards. Like, yeah, I knew when you turned around, something wasn't right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, oh wow, well, people are watching. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. like and I of course I'm the pastor, I get, I get that, but I think that's true for anybody living a Christian life. Like mm. you're like how you interact with your family during Christmas, mm. how you pick up your children, mm-hmm. how you talk to them. Your your family's watching, right? Yeah. And a lot of times they're watching to see if you're gonna be true to your faith right? yeah. or mess up. Right. Yeah. Oh, let me have some tools against you, so I can throw some darts at you later. Right. I saw how you talk to your children, right? Yeah. Um, but when we do things in a way that's honoring, it what does it do? It glorifies God. Mm, that's good. Uh,
0: and yet, kind of too, that you went other places at the end, right? Uh, persecution, personal, the stoning of Stephen, right? You yeah. kind of went forward, forward in acts, and also kind of holding what we just went through. Yeah. And you also just saving a sinner, right? right? Yeah. Stephen's prayer being answered. Is there a reason you kind of went? Th- there's places here and not waiting, or uh, well,
1: yeah. I mean, I think that the there's a direct part in acts. Um, I was trying to show the, the long term effects that sometimes happens. So right. sometimes we, we deal with pain right now, and the, here's what happens: what happens with pain, all trials, right? Mm-hmm. You get immersed in that trial, and you don't know how God's going to use it, right? Mm-hmm. And you think like, okay, the lie of the devil says God won't use it, and you're going to have to deal with this the rest of your life, mm-hmm. right? And what God says is, no, yeah, I'm actually going to use it. So then he kind of gives you a kind of a, within the first, you know, I'd say, three to six months of a trial, God gives you glimpses of how he's using your trial, mm-hmm. how he's using this particular thing in your life to bless others. Right. And then 20, or maybe 20, maybe two, three, four, five years later, you're like, oh, wow. I had no idea that God was going to use this right. to that end, right? Mm-hmm. And I kind of want to say, okay, even here, what we see in Stephen and far-ranging effects, right? Right. So, think about this: the the stoning of Stephen led to the founding of Acts. Do you know how many churches today look at Acts as the model of the church we want to be? Mm-hmm. Why? Well, because Stephen was stoned. Yeah. It all can trace back to, to Stephen being bold in his faith mm-hmm. and what God was doing in that. You know. So, mm-hmm. I was just saying, listen, you don't know what God's going to, to use your suffering for, mm-hmm. right? Like you've experienced some suffering in your life, right? And you, know, you have no idea the impact of how you handle that suffering in your own life, how it's going to affect many down the road, right? right? Because what you went through, someone else is going to go through, mm-hmm. and you can comfort them, but they, you may not ever even know that they would be comforted because they may be gone out of your life and they'll remember I remember when Wit went through this, mm-hmm. and his example speaks to me now. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. we think about that with the, the whole thing about John Flavel and Lucas Short, right? Lucas yeah. Short comes to Christ at 100 years old, right? He heard the Gospel at 15, yeah. right? Can you imagine John Flavel preaching that sermon and being like, okay, no one responded, that was a waste of my time, mm-hmm. right? Only to realize 85 years later, yeah. someone came to Christ. There's right? that quote you said, right? That sometimes the seed lays in the ground until we do, and then it springs forth, yeah. Yeah, so I want to draw that out. And of course, you know, I mean, how great is it to see that Saul... His, was his prayer was answered His prayer was answered and saved. Right, right? Like, forgive yeah. them all they do. And, yeah, yeah. And, and the thing about this, I mean, we talk about this a lot, you know, like as staff, and we're thinking about people in our own our own families who are far mm-hmm. from God, and we're going to have family dinners with them, right? And yeah. there's part of us who just like, do I really believe that God could save them? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I say that I do, right. I, I believe I believe I do, but do I really believe I do? Yeah, right? you know. And hey, Saul was the a dead set enemy mm-hmm. against the church of Lord Jesus Christ. And he became our greatest missionary. Yeah, Don't doubt the Lord. Mm. Critics can become companions. Right. You know, this is just who God is. Right. So terrorists can become missionaries. Yeah. I mean, yeah. praise God. Right. So, <laughs> so just, just let's not be overwhelmed with the, the present trial. Let's take a step back and realize, okay, God is going to use this for his glory. Mm-hmm. And one day I will know how God is going to like use this in my life for His purposes. One That's day, trust him. one day,
0: this world or the next,
1: this world or the next. I think ultimately the next, and I think even at the end of your life, you'll you'll see. Like, so for example, like I have, uh, one of my good friends died um, with leukemia. when He was 41, and um, I still think about his death and how he handled it with grace all the mm-hmm. time. I shared that how he handled death recently. A member of our church, right, when they were going through their own child. Mm-hmm. So how he handled death is still speaking, right? He's still speaking, like mm-hmm. his, his example. And he, I never was able to tell him that, right, mm-hmm. before he died, right? I was never able to, I told his wife that a couple of years ago. I sent her a message, but listen, like his death, although it was awful and that his children have, have felt that experience of that loss in a very profound way, yeah. but God is still using his example to encourage the saints and helping them endure trials, which will then help them others endure trials. Like this is just what the Lord's doing.
0: Yeah, that's good. Amen. let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your Word that is living and active, and we thank you, Father, for the example of the men and women in Acts, who not only Stephen, who stood up and spoke boldly, but also the um, others that went out, men and women proclaiming the Word, and churches were built. Uh, souls were saved and ultimately, Lord, Christ was magnified. And we pray that you would um, continue to replicate, replicate that in our church, Lord. Help us people to be bold and help us to persevere under suffering uh, that we may make much of the name of Jesus Christ around us. Help us be bold during this season around our families and friends. Help us, Lord, to live lives uh, worthy of the gospel. We thank you for the gospel of Jesus Christ who uh, gave us an example who can come and die, lay down His life, that we may take up uh, life in Him. We pray all these things in His name. Amen. Amen. Amen.